Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, here with another episode of the Steelers Burning Question. And before we get into the burning question, I just want to make take a quick moment to say that I appreciate everyone that's been supportive of this channel, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening in podcast form. Uh, we have expanded our channel tremendously. Um, you'll experience this week and probably every week after that, seven podcasts a week. For some of you, might you might say that's a lot. For some of you might say that's not enough uh, because let's go through it. I mean, last night you had the stat geek. The night before that was the hangover. The day before that was the standard is the standard. So tonight's my show, the burning question. Then we go into obviously uh, tomorrow night's the preview. Lance and I will be on Friday night after the preseason game to do the post game show. He'll his. Yeah, I said it will be on Saturday and then we start all over again. So for those that have been with us, for a long time, and there's plenty of you out there that have, were with us with the, I call the blog talk radio era. Um, it's been a long journey, but I really feel like we're giving you guys some great content, and I hope you're enjoying it. And kudos and a much love to all the people that work with me and for me at the website and here on podcast form. Uh, it's really, really nice to have a lot of people that are all in. They're all in, all hands on deck. And so let's get right to the Steelers question, and that is... This is a tough one for me because it's week one of the preseason. And so everyone doesn't really knows what to do. No one really knows what to say uh, because it's just week one of meaningless football. So the question tonight in the headline and title of this episode is, what would a perfect performance look like for the Steelers in week one when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come to Heinz Field on Friday night? That game starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and is on your NFL network. So it's nationally televised. So if you have the NFL network, you'll get to watch the game no matter where you live. So, all right. What does it look like? I want to know from you. So if you're in the live chat, you're watching live on YouTube, go ahead and send me what, what would some of the, what would some of the facets, some of the characteristics, some of the factors be for you to say, man, that was a perfect performance week one. It couldn't have gone any better. That's what I want to know. So obviously, I think the first thing that everyone's going to say or should say, and we can probably just knock this one out of the ballpark right away, is healthy. Get out of it healthy. You don't want any of those knee injuries or uh, you know hamstring pulls that can linger. You want the majority of your players that are going to be players. Now, I hate to say it, but if you're you know a fourth-string safety and you get hurt, I don't wish anybody, you know, injury or anything like that but at the same time it's not as significant as say a starting offensive lineman getting injured so first and foremost i would say that they, they have to stay healthy have to stay healthy if they can stay healthy they'll be fine um the next thing i'm looking for is i want clean a clean brand of football and that's a multifaceted aspect here uh because a clean brand of football for me has a bunch of different layers the first layer is I don't want to see a ton of penalty flags thrown. Now, with that said, a quick sidebar is that the NFL officials will probably be throwing more flags in the preseason. They typically do to try to curtail some things, um, to try to you know get the players acclimated to how they're going to call things in the regular season. So having a lot of penalties in the preseason doesn't always equate to more penalties in the regular season. But at the same time, I want to see a clean brand of football. 
the pass interference stuff that's going to happen. It's the fall, the all false starts, the offsides, the uh, illegal formations. That's the stuff that drives me crazy because those are pre-snap penalties. Those are mostly mental mistakes. But also, I don't want to see the Steelers turning the football over. I don't care if it's Delvin Hodges in the fourth quarter against the four-string defense for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't care. I want to see them completing passes, making good decisions, throwing the football away when they have to, not forcing it in, and holding on to the football. Last season, the one thing that always just kind of burned into my mind are crucial fumbles at really bad situations. People like um, James Conner had a crucial fumble against Cleveland. We all remember Juju Smith-Schuster's fumble against the Saints. We always, I remember at least Stephen Ridley's fumble uh, that could have that, that cost them a game. I, I can't remember the game off the top of my head, but those are plays that really, really negated possible then those are just fumbles i'm not, i didn't get into the interceptions you talk about the the denver game and uh all those different plays with interceptions but they i want them to have a clean brand of football period now on defense i want to see a little bit of nasty in the defense you know i i'm okay if, if there's a couple pass interference calls because like i said that's going to happen period I think it's because you're going to have this. But at the same time, I want to see a defense that is A, fast, B, physical, and C, knows where they're going. And again, I don't care if it's a fourth string safety on the field. I want them to know where they're going. Because if I can see that the fourth and fifth string linebackers and safeties know exactly where they're supposed to be, yet they're just not as talented as the first and second string guys, which is obviously the case if that's where they lie on the depth chart. That tells me the coaches are doing their job. They're really making sure that they're where they're, they're doing their job. They're coaching them up and they're, they're taking in that coaching. And so that's something I'm looking for. And, you know, Greg says a great point here since we're talking about the defense in the live chat. He says, no miscommunications in the secondary. I agree 100%. There's nothing more frustrating when you see a big pass play or a touchdown and two defensive players turn and look at each other with their hands up like, uh, wasn't that your job? That's frustrating. So I don't want to see that stuff, okay? I don't want to see that at all. So on defense, again, fast, physical, and then communication would be a great addition there from Greg. Uh Last part of this is I want to see special teams improve tremendously. I am not expecting the Steelers or really any NFL team to rely on a return game as a part of their offense. It just doesn't happen anymore. The Devin Hesters of this world are extinct dinosaurs, period. They are. So if you can get decent returns without penalties, that's huge for the Steelers. You get decent returns without penalties, Play good kick team. So punt, punt, punt team, kickoff team, not giving up big returns. If you can do those things, and Chris Boswell and Jordan Berry can be on their game, showing that 2018 was just a blip on the radar and not a sign of things to come, that would be great. Other than that, I'm, I don't have high expectations in week one, but that doesn't mean I don't look forward to week one. Everyone always, when I used to, I remember before I covered the team, I would always just look forward to week three because, you know, week three is the, uh, as they call it, the, you know, the, the final dress rehearsal for the upcoming, you know, upcoming season. It's the last time you'll see the starters because they typically don't play in week four. But the more and more I cover the team and you get to know these players that are 
not as known, whether it's a late round draft pick, an undrafted free agent, a guy they picked up, say, like a Mike Hilton was when they got him prior to 2017. I look forward to seeing some of these guys play. Do you want to see someone play with an edge and a chip on their shoulder? Watch the fourth quarter of week one. Those guys are playing for their careers because a lot of them will be unemployed in a couple weeks. So I don't mind these preseason games. A lot of people complain. And if you if you have tickets and like, you know, Dave Schofield's the season ticket holder, I'm sure he's he doesn't like the fact that he has to pay for all those tickets. But at the same time, from a fan's perspective, if you follow this team closely and you know that 91 man offseason roster, there's always someone to watch. There's always something to keep an eye on. You know, so there you have it. That's my so I want to ask you if you're in the live chat right now, go ahead and say some of the things that you're going to be looking for and what would be perfect. Like I'm talking about you go into Saturday and you wake up and you say, Man, Steelers look good. They look good. You were happy with that performance. That's what I want to know. Where were where are you on this scale? What what are you looking for? Um, so I'm seeing here some Cecil says, um, Get more interceptions, create more turnovers. Absolutely. It would be awesome to see the defense do that. Not sure what happened so much in week one, but hey, got to start somewhere. They've been getting their hands on the football a lot in training camp. That would be awesome. Um, Ryan brings up a good point. Ryan O'Toole says, hoping to see fewer missed tackles. That's another big one. And you'll see a lot of missed tackles because they just don't tackle that much in training camp anymore. They haven't gone against someone that's not wearing a black and gold jersey. So, but that's a great point. Great, great point. Uh, Steelers fan, let's hear Mason Rudolph to take a step forward and win the number two job. Now, just in case you didn't know, Mike Tomlin had a press conference today. That's Wednesday, in case you're listening on Thursday. And he said that uh, Ben Roethlisberger was the only player officially ruled out for the game on Friday. That means that Joshua Dobbs will get the start. A lot of people are reading into this way too much, in my opinion. I could have told you from the moment they stepped on the campus at St. Vincent College that Joshua Dobbs was going to start week one because Mike Tomlin will give him the nod because he has one more year experience, just like he would give the nod to Landry Jones prior to Joshua Dobbs getting there. That's just the way it works. I don't read too much into it, but it's going to be very important to see those two players and Devlin Hodges because he's been getting rave reviews throughout camp. So keep those guys on your radar. Uh, let's see here. Darren says, Darren Dalton says, I want to see the separation between Dobbs and Rudolph. I think we'll see that sooner than later. Um, good play from the secondary from 410 Carpenter Legend. Uh, Cree, let's see here. Cree, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. says, play gap sound defense. I like that a lot. Absolutely. Felicia, forced fumbles. No, no doubt. I would love to see some more forced fumbles. Ah, uh, Heath. <laughs> I love now we're getting into individual players. So I like this. He says, let's see some Benny Snell football. Uh, Ryan is looking forward to seeing Devin Bush. Uh, Austin says, Snell, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, so Benny Snell, a lot of people are looking forward to seeing. You're going to get to see a lot of Benny Snell, I think, in the preseason. So that'd be good. Um, Darren says about Devin Bush, he wants to see if he lives up to the hype. I don't want to, I don't want people to expect too much from the kid. You know, it's his first preseason action. I'm not saying he's not going to live up to the hype, but if he goes out there and it's a little shell-shocked, it's okay. There's still time. It's not a bust after week one in the preseason. Uh, let's see here. Thomas White says, I'm going to see a quarterback significantly separate themselves from the other two. Agreed, 100%. Um, let's see here. Peter, I can't wait to see Cameron Sutton show his progress on the field. That's a good point there by Peter because Cameron Sutton has been playing really, really well. 
so far this in, in training camp and so much so that some people are saying he's pushing uh mike hilton i'm sorry he's pushing mike hilton for his potential job as a nickel cornerback so he's going to see some playing time and if he keeps getting his hands on the football it's going to be tough to tell him he's not going to be playing just because um okay so let's get to some questions here is some questions are starting to roll in um these people are saying they want to see turnovers in the defense. They don't care who gets them. Puma Johnson said that I agree hundred percent. So some questions, if you have questions in the live chat, you can go and throw them in, but we have a lot of people that are really active right now. And so if you want to use the super chat feature, you can wherever you're writing on your phone, typing on your phone or tablet or desktop, there's a little money sign right where it says, say something to BTS Steelers radio. All you have to do is hit that sign. You can donate any amount of money to the program. We appreciate all that you give us. You don't have to, but you can, and then we'll probably regurgitate a lot of into giveaways and stuff like that. Speaking of giveaways, Dave Schofield will scold me if he doesn't tell me. We are going to be giving away an uh, autographed David DeCastro football this season. It's going to be like the coup de grace after a survivor pool. We're going to do a survivor pool with the fans. The person who wins the survivor pool wins the autographed David DeCastro football that's a really cool giveaway. We gave away two tickets to this preseason game. If you check out behind the steel curtain.com really cool story. If you didn't hear from Dave last night, I'll say it. Now the guy that won this is from Canada and he's never been to Heinz field. He's a huge Steeler fan. He's gonna be driving down. I think it's five hours of a drive to go and see this game, a preseason game, but he's never been there. That's really cool. So make sure you check some of those things out. So here we go. I have some questions. Um, Someone asked a question about Joe Hayden. Where was that? Ah, here we go. Do you think Joe Hayden will uh, have a big season? Well, if you didn't hear today, Joe Hayden was carted off the field. But that, not really what happened. It's not really what happened. He was lifted up the field. Basically, he was injured on the field. He walked off. He limped off. They seem to get his foot stepped on. It's a minor, using air quotes there for those that are listening in podcast form, uh, it's a minor knee or ankle injury. And that he'll be fine. I don't think he's going to play, but I do think he's going to have a big season if he can stay healthy. That's huge. He says, will TJ Watt play? I'm going to lean against no. I just don't see the reason why. Um, why would why would you play him? You know, he had a hamstring injury. If they play him, it would only be like a series for me. I wouldn't put him out there. I just don't want that thing to linger, period. Um, that's just for me. So here we go. Carpenter legend puts $5 in the tip jar. Just says for the jar. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. We thank you guys for the support. We hope you enjoy the content. Like I said, at the beginning of the show, um, Steven says, do you guys know what the tiebreaker will be in survival picks? If there's a tie at the end of the regular season between people? Yes. Um, I think we are going to do, um, at the end of the season, it might be, it depends on how long the survivor pool goes. We're going to do some points. Uh, I, I, we have to check into that, but we do have a tiebreaker. So there you go. Austin says, when's the BTSC tailgate going to happen? I am not sure. Uh, Mr. David Schofield will, um, he'll be the one in charge of that because he's the season ticket holder, not me. I have always have work to do. I, I watch games at my house and that's it. I get Sunday ticket because I'm always watching them at my house. Um, let's see here. Ryan says, hope Hayden's foot's better in shape than Mr. Third and Fifth. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm, in case you didn't hear, Mr. Third and Fifth in Oakland, the reason why his feet were so grossly mangled was because he was supposedly into a, uh, he got into a cryo chamber and didn't have the proper footwear on, and it basically gave him frostbite. There you go. In case you didn't know that story. 
Um, is Brandon Riley, Darren asks, is Brandon Riley still on the roster? I hope so. He had some strong tape that I've seen. Definitely looks like a sleeper pick at tight end. That name does not ring a bell, but I know Dave's in the live chat. I'm going to ask Dave to look into that. Dave, is Brandon Riley still on the roster? That name does not ring a bell. So that's just me, though. Okay. Let's see if we have any other questions coming in. And remember, you can just ask that anything Steelers related. A lot of people were talking about the Dobbs versus Rudolph. And I honestly, I like Mason Rudolph because I just think he gives a very, I think he's a little bit more of the standard NFL quarterback. But at the same time, if Joshua Dobbs comes out and plays well, Joshua Dobbs earns a spot. And it's going to start tomorrow, I'm sorry, Friday night is going to start the, the competition between these two guys. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, Thomas has any update on a potential player or position for trade at the cutdown? I think that as of right now, for me, I can't speak for everyone here. The two positions that I would look for as a potential trade or someone gets cut and they pick someone up, it's tight end. And I think tight end is number one. Because Vance McDonald, Xavier Grimble, and then I haven't heard good things about Zach Gentry so much in training camp yet. So they don't really have a lot of decent talent behind McDonald. So with that said, I, I think that you have to look at tight end number one. Now, 1B would be safety. Because, I mean, P.J. Locke, an undrafted rookie free agent, was with the ones today during training camp during seven shots. Now, he wasn't there long. But the fact that you have an undrafted rookie free agent um, with your starters just because Sean Davis is still out, that's that's not a good sign. I was really, really hoping for Marcus Allen to step up and play well and kind of silence some of the critics at the safety position. And while he hasn't done it yet, I'm not saying that he won't, but he hasn't done it yet. So that's that's kind of, I'm looking at Marcus Allen. He's a guy that for me, and I'm going to ask this question now, you can answer this in the live chat, of what players are you really looking forward to seeing on Friday night? And for me, Marcus Allen is on my list. I'm not saying he's at the top of my list, but he's on my list. Because last year I, I thought he was going to have a really good season. And I thought he was going to show that he could flash some, some be some good depth. And then he just he is injured, doesn't play much in the preseason, makes the team. That's noteworthy. And then doesn't really play until the end of the year. Uh, but this is first full training camp. He's actually he hasn't been injured. He's been practicing. So Mike Tomlin always says how some players he feels like he said about Oladigne to, uh, today at his press conference that he basically feels like he's just a first year player because he hasn't played that much in the NFL. So with that, I think that it's going to be one of the. Um, I think for me. Marcus Allen's on my list. Marcus Allen's a guy I'm going to be looking for. I want to see him ease some of the concern at safety. We'll see if he can do that. I'm not sure. Um, which player are you looking forward to watch? Let's see here. Cree asked the question I just asked. Which player am I looking forward to watching most, not including a Bush? I am intrigued by Benny Snell. Some people mentioned that earlier. I want to see him. Very excited to see Rudolph and Dobbs and Hodges now, because I've heard so much about Hodges, haven't seen him throw a football in my life. Um, I, I have a feeling someone said Sutton Smith. I don't know if he's going to play. He didn't practice today. Got injured. Uh, Might have been at Family Fest on Sunday. 
Not sure if he's even going to play. Deontay Johnson, as someone else said, they're looking forward to seeing him. He might not even play. He hurt his hip the other day. And that's tough for these rookies. When you don't get in the preseason and you're hurt, that's tough. So, But for other players, I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing on defense, Steven Nelson, even if it's only for a little bit, because I just want to see him on the football field and see what he can do and how that secondary looks. I want to see Terrell Edmonds and, and see the steps that he is taking in the right direction, things like that. Um, who are you looking forward to seeing? Yeah, that's what I want to see. Um, Felicia asked, whatever happened to PJ Locke? He's still on the team. Like I said, he got some publicity today because he was with the starters during the seven shots period of practice. So PJ Locke out of Texas, the uh, undrafted free agent, he is still uh, he's still on the team. Oh, here we go. 410 Carpenter Legends is Justin Lane. I agree. Justin Lane's another player I'm excited to watch. I like watching these young guys. I like watching these rookies and seeing what can they do. Right tackle, you know, Chooks for Zach Banner's been having a tremendous training camp. Uh, it's it's really going to be interesting to see what they put on the field. Now, Austin asks, is Sean Davis healing up? Uh, pretty much. Um, I think that um, I don't think he's going to play. He told, I'm going to say it's Ricky Walsh, Richie Walsh for the KDK that he's not playing on Friday, but I think he'll heal up just fine. Uh, Greg says James Washington. That's another good one. Time to shine. Time to shine. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how he plays. I'm not sure how much Dante Moncrief is going to play, but I bet, I bet James Washington plays a lot. Um, where does Sutton Smith fit? This is from Hardy Har Har. Where does Sutton Smith fit on this team? Good athlete, but what position will he play? I think if Sutton Smith makes the team, he's going to be a special teamer. He's going to be third, fourth string outside linebacker depth. He might not even get a helmet on um, on game day, but he's versatile. The more you can do, basically, you know, I mean, it's, it's like the golden rule in the NFL. The more you can do, the better you are, the better you're going to make the team. So um, I, I just hope he gets a chance to play this injury, whatever he's dealing with. I hope that he is able to kind of shake that off and get on the field because everyone's excited to see him play. Um, okay. Felicia says Boswell, Chris Boswell. Yeah, he better get it together. Felicia, that's a really good way to put it. Uh, Reginald says, I hope all the Steelers draft picks make the team. I have an, I have an itch saying that they're not. I have a, something tells me that not all of the draft picks are going to make the team. So I don't know. Sabrina asked about Joe Hayden. I already mentioned that, that he won't, he probably won't play on Friday. He probably wasn't going to play on Friday anyways. Um, and so we'll see how his ankle responds. The Steelers released a comment saying that they're not going to touch it, touch it until after Friday. Lance Williams says real fans don't wear tie dye. Lance real men can't wear tie-dye, which I think you fall into that category, if you know what I mean, my friend. <laughs> okay, Darren says, uh, I feel like there isn't a big enough sense of urgency developing a quarterback. Ben's close to the end of his historic career, so that needs to be addressed a lot harder, in my opinion. Well, who's to say that whether it's Dobbs, Hodges, or Rudolph, that the future isn't on the roster currently? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Ryan O'Toole asks, any, anyone curious to see Artie Burns? Yeah, absolutely I am. Because Artie Burns, to me, is a, a player that, to be quite honest, you're, you're kind of you're rooting for him. You know, you're rooting for 
the first round pick that's had a really tough go at it throughout his life, you want him to do well. But at the same time, you don't want him to take up a roster spot. And so for me, if if he were the number three outside cornerback coming off the bench and he plays well, um, I I really would like to see him play well, get back on track. And then if, if Joe Hayden gets hurt, if Steven Nelson gets hurt, you have an experienced player waiting in the wings. I think that would be just fine. Uh, I, I hope he bounces back. I don't root against anyone in the Steelers to not bounce back, but I'm rooting extra hard for Artie Burns. Um, uh, Sabrina says Artie's getting better. Don't forget he's young. That's true. He is very young, so we'll see. Um, Dave Schofield says he wants to see both Devons, and he's referring to obviously Devin Bush for the Steelers and Devin White, who has taken five spots ahead of him from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who played at LSU. A lot of people said that Devin White was the better of the two Devons, and that's why he was drafted higher. The My question is, well, Devin Bush, I know he's going to know that Devin White's on the other side of the field, but will it impact his play? I don't think so. I don't think that I, I don't, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. Um, Austin asks who will have a better night. I don't think either of them is going to play that much. Um, but maybe more so. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but Devin White, he, these guys are really critical, vital parts of the both teams and their defense, and you don't want to see someone get hurt in the week one preseason game. So here we go. Um, he asks, is Veterans Day off a good thing? I feel like they should be in there, even if not physically participating, help develop rookies or film study. This is a debate that a lot of people have every preseason, and they see Bill Belichick trotting Tom Brady out there for weeks one, two, and three, and they say, oh, well, look what they're doing, and they win all those Super Bowls, and yet they see players getting injured, and they say, boy, that's risky. And uh, it's definitely a situation where, yeah, I remember it was two or three years ago, I was at a uh, editor's conference, actually, editor's meeting for SB Nation, and in Vox Media in Washington, D.C., which is not far from where I live. And um, we were all, all the top editors of SB Nation were sitting there around uh, a table and we were watching, it was a Cleveland Browns, New York Giants preseason game. And I remember watching Odell Beckham playing till deep into the second quarter of this game, which was, I think, a week one game. And I remember looking at the gentleman, Ed, who runs the um, the Big Blue View, which is the SB Nation site for the, the Giants, right across from me. And I'm saying, Ed, why is Odell Beckham still in this football game? Why? And what happens? He gets hit. He jumps for a ball. He gets hit low, twists up his ankle, his foot. And he was out for a while. And that was a really bad season for Odell Beckham. So people say that they want the starters to play all the time. And yet when their starters get hurt, they get really angry about it. So I like the way the Steelers do it. I wouldn't change anything. We'll see how it goes. I, th I think you'll see most starters tomorrow night, except for maybe Hayden, Roethlisberger, maybe Connor. I don't know if Connor might even touch the ball. We'll see. Uh, Gerald says, will Barron give out all hit sticks against the team that drafted him? That's a good question. I'm not sure about that. Jordan asks, throwback or color rush jerseys? Huh. That's a tough question. Like the throwbacks, the block letters, blocks are block numbers, and they are block letters too, I should say. I was incorrect. Um, but I think those color rush jerseys are awesome. 
I love the unis with the black pants. I just think they're awesome. For some reason, when they wore the throwbacks last year, it looked way too much like Iowa, the Iowa Hawkeyes. So I like, I'll take the color rush for me. Um, let's see here. Sabrina asks, what about Finney winning the right tackle job? I think you're talking about Filer, and I think that Filer has that thing locked up unless he gets hurt or unless something drastic happens. I think Filer has that job locked up. I think Chooks Okorafor is the backup swing tackle. I think Zach Banner makes the team. I think Gerald Hawkins gets cut, and I don't see Derwin Gray making it at this time. Um, how much do you see Delvin Hodges playing during preseason? I think that in the upcoming game, if I'm the Steelers, I'm playing Dobbs the entire first quarter and half the second. I'm playing Rudolph half the second and all the third, and Hodges gets the fourth. And then I'm going to flip the script in week two. Hodges still gets the last part. Week three, Roethlisberger is going to be back. Um, and then week four, Hodges will play a lot. That's the way I would do it. Not saying that that's the way they're going to do it, but that's the way I would handle it. Let's see here. Um, remember, guys, Austin Hall, talking about uh, we could play between Chooks and Finney. Finney a, is a center guard player. Chooks, a core four, is not a, really a guard. He's a tackle, so that's really not a, a camp battle. Let's see here. Um Darren brings up Brian Chazier. He says, I'm going to be that guy that says it hard truth. Brian Chazier is going to make it back uh, to his football career. You know, I've get this question a lot on this show and other shows. And to be quite honest with you, it's none of my business. And I, 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 I care about him. I don't care about his playing career. If that makes sense. I care that he gets back to full health. I care that he can play with his kids until he's older. I care that he can walk and run and do all the things that, <clears throat> excuse me, any able-bodied um, person would do. But at the same time, his football career, if he plays again, then that's awesome. Good for him. If he decides he's never going to play again, that's awesome. Good for him. And I think we should all kind of take that. <clears throat> that approach to Ryan Chazier and his rehab, but he has come a very long way. Dave says color rush are also block letters. Yes, they are block letters. They are block numbers, but they're not the same because there's no white involved. And so it doesn't look like the Iowa Hawkeyes. <clears throat> okay. So let's see if we have any others here. <clears throat> okay. That's about it. That's about it. So, you know what? This has been a good show. I appreciate all the people here on the live chat <clears throat> that have, contribute in one way or the other just remember we have other shows coming up tomorrow night thursday nights a steelers preview that's myself dave schofield and brian anthony davis friday night lance williams and i will be on after the game for our steelers post game we'll break down what the game that was the week one preseason game and then we'll have lance's show yeah i said it on saturday and we'll just get it's gonna be rolling from there you know, the season is officially upon us. I hope you're excited. Make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. We'll have over 10 articles a day. 10 articles a day. So I hope you're going to be checking that out. Lance asks, is the game on TV? It is nationally televised on the NFL Network. So if you have the NFL Network, you're good to go. You'll get the Steelers live, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday at Heinz Field. So with that said... I am Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We appreciate it. Make sure you check us next week for another episode of the Steelers' Burning Question. And as Lance says, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We'll see you.